Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Knicks, a podcast where we talk New York Knicks basketball and other news around the NBA and sports. Kind of have a Let's Talk NFL coronavirus edition. <laughs> I'm Jason Talbot. And with me, of course, none other. The hopefully healthy Brooklyn bound Marcus Chinqui. Marcus, this might be the biggest one ever. <laughs> How the hell are you? Are we okay? Do we have the sniffles? Talk to me. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, you you know me, super germaphobe anyway. So I, I'm I'm <laughs> ahead of everybody. You got to be struggling. Right I've been now. wiping down. I've got the hand sanitizer. <laughs> I've been taking echinacea, boost that immune system. I think I'm okay. Knock on wood. Are they made of? <laughs> That's good to hear. I'm, I'm, I'm so you're, you're probably sitting pretty up there in the Midwest. I haven't heard much going on I'm, up there. You know, pretty comfortable. I'm, I've been in uh, quarantine since um, it is now the first, I'd say, official weekend of kind of America's panic of the virus. But my my work had me uh, last Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at home. So I've got I've got a full work in, week and a half of work from home. It, so this uh, is kind of my second weekend. How's it working? It, you know, it's not so bad. It's I'm getting to that point where you just sort of, you, I don't know, you, your mind starts playing little games. <laughs> you just you don't you, you lose what day it is. I, today, <laughs> this might go live later today on a Saturday. It might go tomorrow. You know, everyone's home, so we we don't we don't gotta rush this thing out. No, no one's got anything to do. Yeah, we'll give you something good to listen to on the downtime. It's all right. Yeah, so that that's why we're here, uh, coronavirus special, but we're we're all okay. We're home. You know, got the dogs. I'm sure the dogs gonna be barking at some point, interrupting this podcast. Everybody's home. Just got back from the the grocery store. Uh, absolutely disgusting. People are gross. Chaos. Uh, it wasn't too bad out here. It's not too bad, but. I gotta say, people, stop touching your face. Just stop. <laughs> I don't get it. This guy, guy with a mask and rubber gloves, going under the mask to scratch his face. That's the I'm whole like, point dude, the, of the, the mask. If yeah. You, if you don't have it, the whole point of wearing the mask is so you don't touch your face. And there's something extra gross about someone in rubber gloves and the mask going underneath. <laughs> To scratch their face, like, dude, can't stand like, you. The weird thing about this now is you now you're starting to pay attention to how much you actually do touch your face throughout the day, because yeah, you never think about it. I do it all. I think a couple weeks ago I started monitoring it, and I was like, God, I touch my face all the time for no real yeah. reason, really. It's just touch the eyebrows, you might your nose itches, my eyes itching. You know, it's it's something, but it's crazy. Yeah, it's, keep those it's hands crazy. clean. That's all, yeah, that's keep all your hands need. clean. Uh, I mean, it was right, a crazy so- uh, last week because I still took that trip out to L.A. Oh, right, yeah. right in the middle of everything. So <laughs> my uh, my birthday was kind of the kickoff to it oh, all, yeah, really. That's right. So March 11th, that's when I was sitting at home, I was doing a little packing, ordered some pizza, Nick's Pistons were on, yep. and then... All started coming down. Rudy Gobert, boom, NBA, yeah, done. It was kind of crazy. It was like it was an hour by hour thing of like first it was okay we're gonna we're canceling games okay we're gonna do games with no fans and it's like okay it's completely canceled. It was NBA, NHL. Uh, then for me, when they said they were postponing the Masters in April, I was like, oh <laughs> my god, okay, it's like, real. How, how am Wait, I gonna do is... it? I don't know what I'm gonna do now. Yeah, so. <laughs> It's that's been one of the hardest thing, man. No sports. There is nothing. All these, you know, classic games from 2018. Seriously, I'm like, struggling I'm, a little bit. I'm watching highlights. Game. That's all you really got. I'm watching. Like I was supposed to. So the reason I used to go down to LA is for Indian Wells tennis tournament, and that was one of the first major events to get canceled. Like they shut that down. Yeah. So then it's like, all right. So that goes down. No tennis until. At least and, June sixth, I think it said. So, and I figured that would happen because tennis, especially like the the fans that go, it's a bit of an older crowd. A lot of my parents love to go see the tennis. They're older, they're big yeah, fans. It's old, older folks. No handshake after it. a match. You know, you can't do yeah. that anymore. That's that's a staple <laughs> I, of the, the sport. 
and I'm not knocking the game. I, I mean, it's just that's the clientele, you know. That's that's just how it is. So I mean, if anything, for the players, it's probably the best one because you're not actually touching yeah. anybody. That, <laughs> you're you're parents, fifty feet away from them all the time. My so. parents retired down in Florida. Tennis was the last thing to get canceled across the board. You know, no more canasta games. Can't be can't be sitting next to me, <laughs> next to each other throwing those mahjong tiles around. No mahjong, but yeah. Tennis was still good. And now tennis no more. So now the parents, of course, they want to they want to FaceTime. So they're, they're, they're <laughs> I, extremely li- I literally just got a text from my mom asking, <laughs> yeah. when are you guys available for a little video chat? So <laughs> Yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad out there. And then you have no excuse uh, to get off the phone. That's the other thing. That's yeah, it's like, I, 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 do I got to work? Nope. I'm just literally just sitting here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got so. nothing to do. Ma, I got a, I got a podcast uh, in a couple <laughs> minutes, so I, I got to go. Tell her, tell her I said hello. I will. I will. Oh, yeah, she'll, she'd love to FaceTime you. Know? I'll get you in on that. Say hi to your mother so, for me, okay? Oh, man, I hope I'm not getting getting some sniffles. I feel like I'm breathing heavy <laughs> a little bit. That's the, so, update here is I moved. As the, that's what we were talking about, I think, the last episode that I was going to be new surroundings. And so first thing, you know me. First thing, I got to get the internet hooked up and this Verizon guy comes a little bit of a heavy guy this dude is breathing like he was gonna (laughs) collapse like it was just that that (sighs) you want to stairs you have an elevated floor (laughs) he doesn't have many stairs to go up but I'm sitting there I was like is he gonna collapse am I gonna have to roll him over does he have the (laughs) does he have the virus what's going on and but I was a little worried, and then the maintenance guy's coming. He's breathing all. Had to do a full wipe down as soon as they left. Wiped down everything. It's a it's a weird life, you know. But I will say it is my first uh, trip into life after cable. Cut the wires completely. How does it feel? It's okay. I got Sling. Oh, Tony's got sling. YouTube okay. TV, so I have access. Okay. But Sling, yeah, I, mean, Sling I think, TV just guy. has more of the channels I watch that aren't sports-related. Sure. So once the sports kick back, I might and, just log in for yeah. YouTube TV. But See, I've completely pretty – I've been off cable for a long time now. And really, the only reason I have YouTube TV is for sports and award shows. And Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. Those are that's like that's the big four. Well, that's the thing. Sling doesn't have it. Only has Fox and NBC. It doesn't have ABC, CBS, oh, CW. Dude, get on get on that YouTube. So that's why like YouTube has it. So at least with these, you can do it month to month, no penalties. Yeah. So I can right. decide ah, I'm not into it, and just switch over to yeah. YouTube TV. But now with no sports, I mean, I'm. I need well later in the show. I'm gonna. I, I need some requests. You know, some some uh, suggestions on what to watch: Netflix, Prime, HBO, or just like certain shows. I got the wife. She ran through Love Is Blind. Uh, <laughs> what's, she, what's, she was fifty fifty about it. She she. I mean, she was obsessed with it. She went through it quick, but she, we gotta. Get, we should get her on. I got some. Yeah, I got some thoughts. I got. I got answers for like, her. <laughs> and I caught a little bit of it, and uh, it was not. It's not good. It's like, not for you. You're not but I got one. I got good. one that might be overproduced. Overproduced. Too much. I. It was, I would say. You could tell. I would say it's underproduced because they literally wow. spent like no money on that show. Um, All the weird, like the music that's in the background. Clearly, we could have found on any, like, so- <laughs> any website to just start playing dramatic music, but. Uh, so, talk about, yeah, I mean, we'll talk get about it, anything. So, we got no sports so to talk is, about. So. <laughs> yeah, so this is a, a sports podcast, and I want to remind all of our listeners out there that you can follow our new Twitter handle at Let's Talk Knicks, or of course Marcus Chinqui at M Chinqui, or myself at Jason Talbot. Instagram at Let's underscore Talk underscore Knicks. But let's talk some sports, man. Basketball is done. It's kind of weird. I don't like it. Um, I was really hoping to see the Knicks continue to the race to the bottom, even though they keep winning games. You were not Thank happy you, that last game. Dude, that last game. I mean, you even blew it enough to get to OT, and then you couldn't blow it in OT. Like, oh, correct. Stop I winning. Said, I said they were playing the Pistons. They were playing the Hawks. The Hawks, yeah. Scratch uh, that. Excuse me. Just <laughs> knock it off. Season's done. Like, why... 
Get Wayne Ellington some more minutes. Let's go. Let's He's the one that game. shoots us back in the game. Keep on the I bench. Uh, but <laughs> but they, so they were sitting in seventh. They would have, they'd be at the fifth or sixth or seventh. I don't remember. It's like jumbled yeah, I think, in the middle there. I think there. they were, if the season ended, they would have been at seventh uh, right now because they've won four out of the last seven, which is just stupid. But I got to <laughs> say, one of the reasons... One of the big reasons the Knicks are winning games or were winning games is because of the play of one Frank Nielakina. I mean, he is playing the aggressiveness to the hoop. I think, number one, the shot is still pretty gross. But using those long arms and just going at the basket, feeling confident. Mind you, it's against some pretty bad teams, but... he's still got to do it. That's... What you want to see, you want to see him use his body and his length, and he's showing that maybe he could actually play some point on his own. Like, the way his handle, he, I don't know, trying to, feeling like James Harden at the top of the key with that, through the like, it's a little too much at times. Like, I, I'm even, I'm a big Frank guy, but I'm kind of like, dude, just, he's, he's I know you're feeling yourself. A little, a little too much. When he's got that but, headband on, he's out of control. Headband but Frank, I'm loving. I will uh, say. You gotta go to the doctor, Frank. And you've been waiting on this for a long time. Yeah. I had I had a bag of kudos for Frank <laughs> the last couple weeks. And I was I was happy to see it because he was doing what I needed him to do. Like you're saying, aggressive. And he's quick. Like he was moving pretty fast. Speed. And yes. you're like, wait, where's this? Where's this been? <laughs> Frank. What's going on? So he's driving to the basket. He's doing a little herky-jerkies, like up, up, down fakes. And like I said, he's got to be working on that jumper. He should be doing that right now. Yeah. He's got nothing else to do. He's trying to get home to France. They don't want him. They can't get him back. So yeah, be in the gym, man. Just start shooting the hoops. Get in your backyard. We gotta go to go the in the living room, Frank. whatever it takes. But yeah, I, like I, think- what I'm, I like what I'm seeing because you wonder now. Who do you pair with him? Because we see that the the uh, the hope going through the draft, like their one, their number one need, everyone's saying, is a point guard, an attacking yes. point guard. Yeah. So, do is Frank showing you enough, or does he become the bench guy, or do you just you know you get a yeah you get an attacking point guard, but you have a solid guy coming off the bench? Is Frank six man next year? I don't know. I'm Ooh. talking crazy. But He's got to be out there. I. And I still think the Knicks right now, and I, you know, when right before the season was ending, and I I, I felt this for a long time, but there for me are only four guys on the Knicks right now that I think absolutely I want to see their progression year in and year out. And that's Frank, that's RJ, that's Mitch, and that's Knox to me. And I still keep Knox in that because I I just think Mox's, Mox, Knox's body like he's built like an NBA player and he could be even a solid three and four guy. Like I think if he keeps getting big, he could play that four. He can body some people up right now. He's getting pushed around like he weighs a buck 75, but those four guys to me is the, is the whole team. So right now you got to see where the Knicks fall in the draft. And if the draft were tomorrow and the Knicks got number one pick, you take that dude Edwards out of Georgia. Like, I don't want to hear all of We got to take LaMelo because we need a guard. No, no, no. You got four guys who I want to see year in and year out grow. You don't have a team. You're you're not there yet. We need a point guard. You need an everything right now. So. Best player. Honestly, I don't think these guys have a clue about how to put a team together. That's besides the point. But you take best player available. But I still haven't done a full deep dive into the who's available into the draft, but Edwards is still your number one guy. And the weird thing, probably you take a guard. Yeah. Because I think there's a lot of good, you know, the, the talent will be there. The Knicks do need some ball handlers. Cause they're all, they're all starting to declare for the draft now, which is the weird thing that you can't preview any of these guys. So that's going to be the crazy thing is how are they going to measure who to take? Because no one, no showcasing, you just have highlights from earlier in the season. Who's yep. got it? Who doesn't? It's... And I think, you know, there's been already rumors of like Mello and Chris Paul or DeRozan. I mean, they're basically every free agent 
and player just are all rumored to come to the Knicks. Whoever has Leon Whoever, Rose connection. Exactly. So, but I got to say, depending who they draft, the one rumor I love, I think if you can and he's willing to, I think adding Chris Paul would actually be great for the Knicks and the young guys because, I mean, he seems like he's really annoying, but he is a leader and you could see what he's doing on OKC. He can still run a team. He's He's a great point guard. He's your prototypical point guard. He could help the other players on the team grow, unlike someone like a Marcus Morris, who for the time being, everyone thought, oh, this guy's a good locker room guy, team leader. And I'm like, that's when people talk about Melo. Like, oh, Melo can come in there, and he's a veteran. He can lead the guys. I'm like, but Melo doesn't make anyone better on the floor. He just, that's never been his game. It's a joke. Chris Paul, <laughs> completely different story. So, if you had, so say you had like a, the only issue with Chris Paul has always been just injuries and whether or not he can stay healthy throughout the season. Yeah. But you put a fine. guy like him and say you keep Frank, say you want Frank to be that next guy. Yeah. I like that backcourt. I like that. I like him as a backup too. I like Frank yeah. as, as the, the second guard off the bench. So if, yeah, if he's willing to do it and they or, can, hey, they, they can go small, him, I don't know. Go go CP3, Frank, and RJ, you know, and Mitch, and uh, probably not Knox, I don't know, you know, and Randall will still have him. I'm like, hey, it's not a bad starting lineup. I'll take that. Because you got a guy, um, I mean, Mitchell Robinson would exponentially get better so when you have Chris Paul on there yeah. because he's just a pick and roll guy. And you could do that all day. You're seeing Frank do it. If you can see Frank doing it with, with yeah. Mitch, imagine what. Chris Paul could do with them. Like it would be ridiculous. Yeah. The, um, the only other Knicks thing I kind of wanted to bring up, uh, before I want to talk a little NFL, I think I'm over Randall already. You stink. I think everybody is, but like he's fine, but I don't want to spend, I mean, we're giving him 20 million a year. He's got one more year. And I think then a team option or a player option. I'm pretty sure it's a team option. Um, so I think all of them are team options. I think I'd like to move him if possible next year. He's not that bad. He's not that good. He has some flashes of some like, I think he's going to be a good NBA player. Good, solid player. But I think he's for how much you have to pay for him. Yeah. eh. He's, he he just, I think he just makes, he's been making too many mistakes. Like he, that last couple games, he was scoring like 25, 30 points. But he turns the ball over. It's like the same move. Even Clyde is always like, why is he, who is he spinning into? Like he does that spin move. And the defense knows it's coming. Turnover, two points. And I want a four. This is about putting a team together. I want someone who's playing the four who can stretch the floor more. That's going to compliment Mitch Robinson. You want Mitch Robinson to own that paint. He doesn't need Julius Randle's help on defense. And on offense, I want to clear the basket. Anything around the rim for Mitch. I want him open all day, and I don't need Mitch hanging around on the block, you know, looking to post up. I so, want so a guy who do like you think? Knox who can stretch the floor. I want a guy, you know, I mean, who, who would you honestly, say? a, a Porzingis mean, would have been perfect. Uh, like the perfect yeah. compliment. Can you imagine Mitch <laughs> and Porzingis on defense and then just Porzingis sitting at the three-point line just chucking threes and Mitch putbacks all day? I mean... So, okay, so KP aside, like anybody in, in the league, who do you think would be the best four option to complete this team? I mean, uh, who a specific player? Specific or type of player. See, I'm just noticing see, I I think, touching my face. And I'm, you know, yeah, I'm I like, think it's, <laughs> as I said, I think it's a, any four. I mean, like a Carl Anthony Towns would be a nice little player. I really want someone who can stretch the floor. And I think you can even go smaller in the future as Mitch gets stronger. Um, but I mean, okay. All, so do for you me, think... someone who can shoot a three, a, th- a three point threat, because when Randall pulls up to that three point line and he, he's got that elbow back and everyone's just like, yeah, go ahead. Like you can, you can shoot. Like, we don't care. Um, like he shoots but when he's like set and square. I don't mind it. It looks good, but he's yeah. never shoots it that way. It's like, he's no. always leaning to one side. I don't know. But say we get uh, there's a guy like, you know, a C a B version of Porzingis in Laurie Marketing, 
Say, sure. Like, yes. He becomes available. Oh that type yeah, of guy. Of the Bulls have those pieces, I yeah. think, but they just don't have like their coach sucks, and guys are, like they have a young core. Yeah. That I mean, I would almost prefer to have a few of them over what we have on the Knicks, oh, but they're in the oh same God, yes. they're in the same position. Where and what was a little upsetting to me this season is you're looking at these young guys that came out of the draft. And I know you're not sold on RJ, but looking I'm, no, at no, these no, other guys, true. like I, I really like RJ. I but, just don't think he's on the level of, or oh, ever will ever be on the level of Ja and Zion. But like, that's, he was and, clearly and that's what I'm. That's that's like, kind there's of what one I'm, and two, I'm going to, and then there's three and and on in the but, last year's draft. But the thing is, looking even going down the list of the guys who were able to at least like drop. A couple of 30-point games, like just go out and get buckets, are just the only one that has it. And you can go like well, what do you mean? seven, eight people, top seven, eight players, that they've all been able to do it. RJ, his season high, I think, was 27, 28. Oh, you're saying RJ has not been able to he do it. He hasn't been able to do it. Right, yeah. And I'm like, I mean, you're looking at Kobe White. Is He was he dropped like five games in a row, and he went... What did he go, like, 6th or 7th or something like that? Yeah. And, like, what so is... So what are you saying? What are you saying? Are you you're concerned a little bit? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. But right. I think it's also... I think it also might be that RJ just hasn't been put in the position to do it as much. Like, to sure. take over games. Because, again, you know, Jaws a point guard. White is a point guard. You know, you see Trey and- Young, even last year, doing it. Luca, They're all ball handlers. And Zion's the one other factor that he could get buckets whenever he wants to, but he's not a, he's not a ball handler, but he can get twenty five or thirty points if Lonzo feels like it. So it's yeah. but so like and I see it. I saw the last few games that RJ started to attack more, but you know what the hindrance was? It was Julius Randle. Yeah. Is there's so many opportunities where RJ's out there wide open and Julius is spinning towards the basket and you're like, what are you doing? And you can see RJ's getting a little frustrated, but he's yeah. got the skills. I was watching highlights from the tournament last year. And RJ and Zion together was like the two of them, those first couple games could do whatever they wanted. Yeah. And I saw that gusto go to the basket. I saw that heart and fire. And that's so you know RJ's a player. You know he's got those skills. That's why I'm not too worried. But you know that's I want I want to see them run the offense through him and see yeah. what happens. That's what I was hoping down the stretch we would get to see more of that when they start you know letting the young guys play some more. But uh, well now we won't know. And I see you know and I, I've told you too where next year like. I want to see that progression with RJ each year. And I think next year I want to see that jumper really improve. And like the numbers have been good. The percentages have actually been pretty good for RJ, but you watch though, like there's a certain lack of confidence. And in the last few games, it's been there a little bit more. Um, But I want to see that it a little bit more with RJ. Like, and you know, cause he's not as athletically gifted as like Zion and Ja. Like, I almost feel like RJ has to like work a little bit harder because he's not as he's kind of like he's pretty athletic. He's a little slow. I mean, he's athletic, <laughs> but it's kind of slow. It's almost like old school. He's just you know he's just gonna back you down, get to the rim, and like he'll get the buckets. I mean, he I think he set the record in the ACC for like most points most ever points, scored. Yeah, yeah. So he can get, he can get buckets to the, to the basket. Yeah. And I think, but against the NBA, and he's 19. Like, so I'm. He's a good player. RJ is good. You just, like you said, there's a there's that little bit of like, man, how come he doesn't have like just one. You know, 35 point game that like, oh, that awesome man. And we look back like RJ's rookie year, and he had that amazing game. Like those moments KP had in his rookie year where you're watching what Zion and Ja are doing or any of the really good players. And, you know, he was a number three pick who was supposed to be number one before the college season started. So, And I again, I'm not putting a lot of that blame on him. I think it's more 
a result of how the offense is being run. <laughs> You're blaming Randall. Randall and Morris, really? Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, well, because... Why I kind of hate Morris, that he they, was always ball-hogging and not trying to feed RJ the ball or, like, encourage him to be a better player. Because, you see, he gets to the basket whenever he wants to. Left yeah. hand, right hand. He could do it. And he's just not being put in the position to take over a game. And part of it's like, you know, you got to just do it yourself if you want and, to. But yeah. Zion... They run the offense through him. Jonathan, he runs the offense through him. Luca, Trey, all those young guys, they run the offense through them. So that's yeah. how they're and, able to do it. But And to your point about not being put in position, this kind of goes back to the pairing of Randall and Mitch and with or with Taj Gibson. When you have those two guys and you're playing defense, you're not hugging the three-point line. So RJ's game is about going to the basket. If we're going to build around him more, you got to stretch the floor. You got to have guys out there that are going to stretch the floor more. So in the future, move Randall, get a guy who's going to sit on that three-point line that you're going to have to respect that gives RJ more room to operate. Nick's got to work on putting a team together. And that's that's been my knock on this team for a long time. Like, I mean, back to the day in Tony days where, like, you, he has a certain way to play. Then you bring in Melo, and now you got Amari, and you got all these big – it just – it doesn't – that's not – how it works. What is the identity of the team? We need a coach in there who knows what he's doing. It, every little thing matters. I mean, it's going to help the team succeed. And the Knicks the one, just don't seem to get it. The yeah. one, I guess, benefit now is they have time to do that. They have a lot of time to do that. So they, should be, they, should, be sitting, they should be sitting on a FaceTime call right now, <laughs> figuring out wow. how to put the, what's a, yeah. what kind of team to put together. So, uh, all right. Wow. We talked a lot more Knicks than That's I thought. That's a lot of Knicks. Um, uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> let's talk Knicks. We, we can't help it. Let's talk Let's talk NFL. Let's get into this real quick. A lot so, of big news. Big news. I would say there were four very big stories. Big, 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 big. Pretty, pretty big. Uh, the latest season of Curb has been amazing. Pretty good. Um, <laughs> the Cardinals and Texans trade. Hopkins to the Cardinals, David Johnson to the Texans. The Texans are the just the they're the worst. Like, what are you doing? Uh, Brady to the Bucks is probably the biggest thing. That's the number one story. Uh, Melvin Gordon to the Broncos, I thought was pretty big, and Todd, Todd Gurley. Gurley getting released and going to the Falcons. Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, Brady to the Bucks is by far the biggest thing. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, it's, it's hard. What's that? Did you see that coming to the Bucks? I did not. I thought he was going to leave New England. It was hard to believe, but you just felt like it was going to happen. And I think that Tom Brady, and a lot of people disagree with me on this, but I think Tom Brady going to the Bucks is such a good move. And I think the Bucks, if Brady stays healthy, are going to be a playoff team, no question. And I'm curious to see how far they can go because. With that offense, without Brady, and with Jameis Winston, who is a pick machine <laughs> and a guy who has blown so many games because all he does is throw picks and he puts up great numbers, just like he as put, far hey, as yards. He throws a lot of yards, but then in, just as many. Yeah, <laughs> led the league in passing yards. I think he was like second in TDs. Um, but now you have a guy like Tom Brady who knows how to win games and, believe it or not, still knows how to throw a football with those weapons. I think that the Bucks will win more games because now they have Brady to close out a game versus a guy who was terrible at that. And they were in a lot of close games. There was only so that, a couple games that they lost that were like two touchdowns. And I think one was against the San Francisco 49ers. So why wouldn't they be better? I mean, they have kind of a tough division. I was going to say, that. now the NFC South, you got Brady but, in there, the Saints the Falcons and if the Panthers can rummage sure. up something and for me, the Falcons, I'm not scared of Todd Gurley going to the Falcons. No, but the Falcons something... are always, they're always hanging around, you know, yeah, like they're not, they're two years removed from the Super Bowl. Matty yeah. ice. Matty I don't know ice got is... left, but <laughs> yeah, Matty ice is getting old. Still and got Julio Fal- Jones and now the... Todd Gurley. Um, if I had to guess, I mean, I think the Saints and Bucks will be at the top of that division. 
and I think I think it's going to be close. I mean, I think everyone's like automatically all the Saints will win the division. I mean, two games Watch a year. Watch out, man. You got Breeze and Brady going head-to-head. Been a Jet fan for a long time. And I'm never – I'm not counting out Tom Brady. I mean, I picked them to go to the Super Bowl this last year, but I think, yeah, the the, the Patriots just weren't that good, the, the, you know, this year. Their offense was pretty garbage uh, if you look at it. So I think the Brady to the Bucks is the biggest thing. I think that's going to have the biggest effect – on the NFL uh, with the Bucks being much better. And I think I love the Hopkins to the Cardinals. Cardinals, great trade. Bill O'Brien and, and the Texans. You guys are just <laughs> what, what is their thinking? Like, okay, let's trade all of our best players. Let's get rid of Clowney. JJ Watt is like getting old and going to be gone. And now let's get rid of Hopkins. So they have David Johnson who doesn't seem to even be good anymore and they got Deshaun Watson still I, mean, I don't know I, I don't I don't know what the Watson plan can is do can play every position which they might I, I don't know yeah I, I don't it's very confusing to me I don't I, I never know what the Texans are doing or what they're thinking is and I was thinking oh maybe they're they're just kind of rebuilding uh but I don't even know why they would need to rebuild they were just in the playoffs yeah I don't, I don't know so they got their Australia young quarterback. Like, what are you doing? I don't know. Um, the Giants. They do really anything? Make any moves? No. I mean, they're trying to get. Well, let me they got to bolster the defense. I got let, let me ask. I'm a little worried about Saquon Barkley. And I, I'm, I'm not a Giant fan. I get a lot of Giant fans get really pissed when I say that. And they said, what are you worried about? That, he, that he's too amazing? Some stupid comment like that. <laughs> but if you look at last year, if you take away, like, at the end of the season against the Redskins and the Miami Dolphins, where he had, like, huge games, he rushed for one yard against the Jets a few weeks before that. And he had – you look at the games. He was not playing well. And I know the offensive line is rough and the whole, like, Giants, you know, a new quarterback was kind of a mess. But – Kind of battling injuries, it felt like every game, those knees, and are you a little concerned about Saquon Barkley on any level? Because I am a little bit. I mean, I think I feel like I'm more concerned with what you had said earlier on is that we'd be wasting his best years. Yeah. Trying to rebuild. And I still think he's obviously still an amazing player. And, you know, he had injuries last year. I think that was a big thing. New quarterback. He wasn't sure how to put it all together. He got thrown in there. So you have a full offseason with this, you know, him and uh, Danny Dimes can figure it out, get it together. As long as they have a good receiver. And their receivers were were done for most of the year, too. Yeah, that was bad. So they kind of – they had nothing. So – I would I I I make last season a bit of an anomaly. Like it's not gonna. I feel like it's not gonna happen sure. again. But I mean, who knows? But but like you said, I mean, wasting the best years. What if Daniel Jones doesn't work out? I'm personally not sold on Daniel Jones. I don't. I think fans were pissed when he was drafted. Giants fans were pissed, and a lot of yeah, the NFL wasn't was, happy. Like NFL fans were like, "What? Like why would you use this pick?" But now Giants fans are like all in. This is our guy because he went in against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who have the worst defense in years uh, of any t- football team in the NFL, only compared to the Miami Dolphins of last year. And then he was pretty, I mean, he did okay. The numbers weren't like that bad, but you don't know if, if Daniel Jones is going to be good. And you don't know if your receivers are going to stay healthy. You have, you know, Sterling Shepard and Ingram who are two pretty good Pretty good players, but it looks like they can't stay healthy. I thought they were going to have more of a plan once they got rid of OBJ. Like there was going to be moves then happening. We were like, okay, oh, they trade OBJ because they're going to do this, this, and this. And I'm looking around. Unless they, unless they bring him back, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know what the plan is for the Giants. I don't know what direction they're going in. I've been a Jet fan, as I said, for a long time, and. Something stinks. <laughs> and, I, and I smell it, you know? So, you stink. 
I'm worried. I mean, I, I'm hoping. I still have. I feel good about Daniel Jones. I don't feel great, okay. but I feel good. I feel I saw flashes, and that and we always say that with the Knicks too. You want to see flashes, okay? So, I think I want to see him get a full season in, and have all these guys. I mean, are they going to stay healthy? Probably not. But we got new coach, new players. I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what they can do. I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, Judge has in has in store for this team as a as a coach, but I don't know. That's the thing. We're, you know, we're yeah, all, we got I, no sports. We don't know what to. Thing. We don't know. We you don't know, know what to look at. In the in the years before, when it was like the I don't know, and then it's like, oh, we're gonna win a Super Bowl. You know, <laughs> I think those days are kind of over. Like even in those days, at least you had guys. Yeah, like no, but Eli those days, Manning. You had, had a solid amazing, Eli. You had Hall belt, of Fame but. defensive linemen like. There was a, a nice little, I don't know. Okay, there's a couple pieces I'm not sure. The I don't know now is so different. You have a second-year quarterback. Well, I don't know. I got an O-line. I don't know. I got a defense <laughs> that I'm kind of like, I don't know. I got receivers and a tight end who can't stay healthy. I don't know. That's, those are much bigger. <laughs> I don't know. And I, I'm trying well, to get that mindset get. of Giants fans. And that's just... what you get in a rebuild. You know, It's a lot of I don't know's. Cause Giants fans are very touchy. You can't you can't say too many bad things about the I'm Giants. They get very yeah. upset. I'm, I'm 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 going with it. I'm going with the flow. We'll see. I don't expect much out of them. That's the thing. Low expectations. Yeah. All of a sudden they're in the Super Bowl. I don't know. That's that's where those out of those start coming back. <laughs> Super Bowl. Um, I don't know. Maybe. And I gotta say, as a Jets fan, okay, Brady's gone. Wonderful. Uh, I'm. I feel okay. <laughs> Are you going to make a bold prediction? Is that what's... I just feel like the Jets have a team. They have some really good players on defense. And I think Sam Darnold, if he would have played all of last season, the Jets would have had a better record. But the way the whole season started with their tough week one loss that they should have won that game against Buffalo. And then Mono, then he's coming back and, you know, he's got to get back in the swing of things. I think the Jets would have won more games for sure, and it would have been a much better season. So I actually like where the Jets are as a team. I don't like Adam Gase, but fine, whatever. Uh, I expect I expect a big jump next year for the Jets, and uh, I think they should be more fun to watch. I just I just wish they can get a receiver, like someone that we can just really like i mean is wayne corbett the last exciting <laughs> receiver the the jets have had i mean uh, robbie anderson i don't know if he's coming back i don't know i just i never know what they're doing with like uh just upsets me anunwa was like big that guy's a walking concussion i don't know just the guy i mean said the more I talk about the Jets, i just like it goes back to uh, it's all gonna fall apart yeah and that, i mean is darnold good that's where we are with sports so. now. We got we got nothing, yeah. and that's why I'm wondering what these uh, like what's get up have to talk about. They only they only talk I about know. the Cowboys anyway. First take is showing baby videos. It's it's uh, but, uh we're, we're we're in a world now of streaming video. We just gotta stay busy. Yeah, I and you know I gotta say too with all these moves that teams are making right now. I mean, it sounds kind of obvious, but I don't think anything matters as long as the Chiefs still have Mahomes, Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill. Like, they're so good. Like, Mahomes is a – I mean, going back, watching the Super Bowl, like, doesn't matter how – they could be down. They they remind me of, like, when the Warriors dynasty started and they won their first championship, even before KD, where you're just like, it doesn't matter how many points you're up against this team. You're probably going to lose to the Warriors. (laughs) Um, And now that he knows how to win, like – Won the big one. They can yeah. easily go sixteen and zero next year, or oh. seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Is that, is that, is that, is oh, now with the new rules. Yeah. Is that know. this year or next year? I, th- I think it goes right into next year. Yeah. Because the playoffs the seating playoffs. is different next year. But yeah. maybe it goes to seventeen the year after. I don't know. But yeah, the, I mean that team. This is, you this know is, is let's talk next, man. We don't we don't know too much. Not, yeah, I don't look too closely. Yeah. But. I think, yeah, that was, the, I mean, that was pretty much the big news. And, you know, some 
it's funny the big players everyone just talks about the offenses and uh oh what was the other big one with the browns they uh they signed austin austin hooper uh browns fans it's not that big of a deal don't they they who they get as their uh backup qb i don't know somebody i can't remember who it was somebody that sucks i don't know (laughs) we'll probably get a lot of minutes big whoop oh okay so there's no there's no sports to watch i was you you know what i was hoping and apparently it's like a big uh, it was a lot of people asking for it was if that bulls documentary was going to get pushed up because there's nothing else to watch yeah and espn claims it's not finished yet otherwise they would but now it's just a lot of 30 for yeah. 30s that they just keep showing every day. I was so I, I gotta ask you. I, I need to I'm gonna give you where I'm at with my TV viewing right now, and I need I need a chinqui recommendation because I'm I'm struggling here. I don't know if you're gonna like it, but go ahead. Right okay, so so right now I'm caught up with Curb. Uh which has been this season has been one of the best seasons. Okay. Like, I know was the one where the guy who kills himself over the Jets. That's the one I was telling you. <laughs> That you might, oh, the guy, yeah, and then the, and the Jets reference. Yeah, <laughs> the Jets for so many years, so funny. Um, I we finished uh, me and the wife. We finished uh, marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Great season. Season two season, was like a little boring. We almost gave up on three? it. Uh, season three was great. Uh, I finished uh, Jack Ryan. Season two, Jim Halpert, Jim, killing Jim, terrorists. Man. Great show. <laughs> it's just if you're into that kind of stuff, it's not the best show, but. It's pretty good. I finished uh, season three of Designated Survivor. Oh, not even great, but Jack. Ba- <laughs> I mean, it's good. It, it's and it's a shorter, uh, shorter episodes. It wasn't bad. Maybe that's um, what I should start to watch. I think I started watching yeah, it. It's worth because it. I had to finish season. I had to rewatch season two because it'd been a while. And yeah, I'm not going to season three. And I'm caught up on um, Better Call Saul. I've been watching that. This season has been probably the best. Like, that's the thing Better Call Saul is doing the same thing as Breaking Bad, where every season gets better and better and better. Because even Better Call Saul, first season, like, was kind of slow. Like, not much is really going on, but they are ramping things up, and it has been absolutely great. I'm in season... Are they in season five now or season four? Yeah, season five. So I'm I'm in the middle of season four because I got oh season four I was waiting for it to come on Netflix and they didn't put it on until yeah like recently, three yeah. weeks ago so I got to catch so, up on that and and I'm also casually watching uh, Shit's Creek episodes really funny show uh, but I'm I'm kind of stuck I want to like start something new but I'm afraid to commit and I'm I'm just you know I'm on these weekly shows I got to wait for the I had the finale of Curb I got to wait for Saul on Monday. I I don't know what to watch, man. Um, and we got time. We got a lot of time. <laughs> okay, so this might be more of a, a Ruby watch, and maybe you two could watch it okay. together. Because you said she, she, did, ran through, I, she, went she through just Love went through Blind, Love is Blind. Which cra- I was talking about, you know, day. I'm a fan. Yeah. So Not for me. This one was turned on to me as almost a better version of Love is Blind. It was like okay. part, it was... Is it, is it that circle show? The circle. It's, it's, oh, God. I'm telling you. So I watched the first <laughs> few episodes. It's got me in. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. And do you oh, know the premise angry. of the show? <laughs> just getting upset. Do you know the premise, though? It's something with social media It's all social or media stuff, yeah. So it's like it's a weird little mind game thing and, that's going hold on. on. Hold on one second. Hold on. Am I really going to like it, or are you just telling me to watch this because you know I'm going to get upset? <laughs> I think, you know what's no. going to get me going, and then I'm well, going to be texting you, like, I'm why are you making me watch this? And then, like, episode like seven, I'm going to start to like it, and I'm going to get annoyed. I'm saying the wife might like it, and if you're sitting there while she's watching it, you might be interested. You're like, oh, what's going on there? So it's, I'd say give it the first couple of watch. Just give it a look and see how you feel. Maybe I could, I could play some uh, some online poker while I watch or something. Get yeah, you're like, it's really dual activities. activities. You just need to hear it is really all of it because you're just <laughs> getting to know the different personalities. But it's a fun, it's a, it's an interesting little social experiment. But I've actually been watching, <laughs> speaking of Designated Survivor, 
I dove back into some 24. Yeah. Because we are in the middle of a crisis. And who <laughs> yeah. better to advise me on how to handle a crisis than Jack Bauer and President David Palmer? Are, so, you, are you back at season one? No, I started watching season three. Okay. Because the virus. Yeah, just go. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I got to stay topical. So Four is the bad season? No, six is six, the bad season. Six is the bad yeah. season. So I just went into because now they're all on Hulu. So okay. I, I thought they were on Amazon. I was like, why can't I watch them anymore? And I just happened to find it before yeah. I got on the plane. I was like, all right, I'm in. And now I'm 13 episodes in. Feel great. Uh, what else is that? Because, yeah, I'm trying to catch up on a lot of the ones that you're already caught up on. I know. So we- I'm watching a lot of older shows, too. Just stuff to have, just to go on because it's there. That's where we're kind of at, where I'm thinking about starting uh, The Sopranos. Uh, and, I was thinking about doing that too. Um, I still haven't done season two of The Wire. I'm, I've only watched season one. Dude, go watch From The like Wire. Ruby said ago. the same thing. She's she stopped season two, and I'm like, season two is weird. It it it's weird. That's but what it's everyone worth says. It. Like, uh, season two is not good, but then season three, season and four, three are amazing, and, four and then season five are amazing. Sucks. And five is kind of okay too. It's kind of stupid, but uh, you, you that's just what I'm seeing it. a lot of people are doing now is they're getting into the older shows and just rewatching. Yeah stuff that's been on now you have time to sit there so maybe, maybe do we we'll do, do the that. sopranos do we do a, a sopranos recap after every episode because i they threw goodfellas on netflix and goodfellas is my favorite scorsese movie hands down and i get a lot of heat for this don't say it i, I like Goodfellas. i like goodfellas better than the godfather uh, nope, part, nope. godfather part two is better than godfather one uh there it's pretty close but i i like goodfellas better man I'm allowed. It's America. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with liking Goodfellas better. It's a good movie. I'm not say it's I amazing. Mean, it's a great movie. It's a perfect I, movie. I just a, my only perfect. issue with Goodfellas is what's the what's the main guy's name? Henry Hill. Yeah, the actor. Oh, Ray Liotta. His laugh. I his cannot laugh is stand. amazing in it. It drives me crazy <laughs> when I hear that. It's supposed like, to. I'm like, what is that? Like, I can't. Uh, maybe I'll rewatch it again because I did. Uh, I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, it's a, this is a great movie. But he just bugged the hell out of me. So it's like the but most. Everyone, De Niro, uh, Pesci. De Niro uh, is so De Niro in it. And Pe- they're just like, oh, God. That's oh. like the defining role for those two. I mean, Grant, yes, you could go to Godfather 2 for De Niro and any other. And even Casino. Bowl, I mean, Casino is unbelievable. Casino is another good one. But. There's just something about, there's something about. Although I would and I I would say Goodfellas is a better version of The Irishman because they're it's like they're like before and after types of movies, yeah. Where they're very similar, but I prefer. I mean, obviously they're and I thought thirty years younger in 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 that movie. But Uh, speaking of Scorsese, sorry, this is a complete out of out of nowhere. But I saw Shutter Island. I don't think we talked about this on this uh, for the first time. It was a couple months ago. I was like, oh, my God, Scorsese did this? I had no idea. It was weird. Shutter Island was kind of a Scorsese (laughs) movie that I might kind of like, yeah, I don't know, Scorsese. I feel like you were trying some new things, and it didn't stick for me. That's kind of a forgotten one. Like, a lot of people are like, yeah, like him and Leo. It's like, what was going on there? But that was a weird one. I started watching Wolf of Wall Street again. Oh, I watched day. that. Yeah, so good. Because it's a, so it, good. What What do you watch? Did you watch it like streaming on anything, or did you rent it? Because it's never streaming uh, on any. I watched platform. it on a YouTube TV. Was it like so? There's a lot of movies on YouTube TV that they go through FXX, and you can. They do have commercial breaks, but you can just fast forward. But do they have? Is it the edited version yeah. of it? No. Because there's a lot of f bombs and a lot of. <laughs> You see (laughs) see everything. See it all. Interesting. I should see if Sling has that because I've been uh, downloading movies through third parties and (laughs) I don't want to get myself in any trouble. But it's been a little buffering going on. It's been a little irritating. But I might might look into what they have on on demand because I know Sling has a lot of them too. But Tony did mention YouTube TV has a lot of on-demand movies. Man. In the library. 
I think I might have to watch Sopranos. I've seen, I've watched The Sopranos twice all the way through. I've seen, it's my second, Sopranos and Breaking Bad are my two favorite shows. I've seen Breaking Bad three times all the way through, Sopranos twice all the way through. Ruby's never seen uh, Boardwalk Empire. That's another one. Oh, you love Forgotten Gem. <sighs> Scorsese. So good. Oh, of course. Obviously. What a guy. I still, I got a, let's see, maybe, yeah, maybe we do, maybe we do the Sopranos and we'll talk about it. Yeah. I went to the whole mob, mob I never saw right how Sopranos ended. I stopped watching midway through season six. So, yeah, I mean, I know how it ends, but I didn't watch, the end, yeah. I didn't watch the endings, but I was only, I was in from like two to five. I was pretty consistent, but that was however many years ago i think maybe yeah maybe we'll, we do we'll do a sopranos recap episode and we'll just breathe like james gandolfini <laughs> the, whole, the whole cast <laughs> it's my favorite part of the show oh man the um, daughter and then, oh meadow meadow soprano big fan yeah, she's in uh, Entourage. Oh, we went through Entourage. Dude. Yeah, any <laughs> any show on HBO is just perfect. Ugh. All right, yeah. Let's. I'm. I might go watch right now. Why not? Yeah, why not? Got, why not? Why got, got, got nothing else to do. <laughs> do a load of laundry. Watch some Sopranos. Marcus, always good to talk to you. No sports. Well, I'm sure there'll be more news coming out. You know, any I mean, any breaking news. Um, people need a good uh, podcast. Oh. The other thing I just wanted to say, Dolan, you lucky su- you you were screwing up at every turn, and you literally needed a pandemic to stop the news about you being such a schmuck. And you still, even when it first started, you were the only owner that didn't want to shut it down. All the teams, you're the only schmuck, and he won't have the team tested. That was the last Dude, thing I saw. Is that he won't have the team te- like. After the Nets have yeah. four players and, confirmed, and you don't yeah. want to get your players tested, get out of here. Ugh. He's just and and of course now, yeah, it's just buried in the in the news because of everything that's going on. Like you're the worst. You can't hide Nick news from us. We'll find it. Yeah, you are not invited. Actually, you are invited to this podcast. If you ever want to come on and talk and explain yourself, we'll keep it cordial. Come on, Let's come on, Dylan. <laughs> All right. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter at Jason Talbot and at M Chin Kui and at Let's Talk Knicks and on Instagram at Let's underscore talk underscore Knicks. Follow this has us on, been. Oh, you can oh, find us on iTunes too. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud. We're out there. It's it's the internet. You got time. <laughs> Make some hot chocolate. I don't know. It's a cold day today. Marcus has been real. Stay safe. Don't touch your face. This has been episode 34 of Let's Talk Knicks. We'll talk to you next time.